culture. Pop my culture. Pop my culture. Everyone. Pop my culture. Pop my culture. Pop my culture. It's the Pop My Culture Podcast with your hosts, Cole Stratton and Vanessa Ragland. Everybody, welcome to the Pop My Culture Podcast. I'm Cole Stratton. I'm Vanessa Ragland. Our guest today, uh, Mr. Paul F. Tompkins. Hello! To you and to you, and also to secretly you. Oh, I know. That was good. I know. Nobody else does, though. No. We don't talk about that. No, you guys don't. Mm -mm. There's a little surprise when you showed up at the door. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know who. We'd like there to be some mystery. Hold on a second, Cole. Shut up. What? Do you, Vanessa, do you have a tattoo on your tattoo. on your wrist? Did that hurt? I like, a tattoo. Heck. It didn't really hurt that badly. It's because it's very thin skin. It's on your wrist. On your, I heard it would hurt. I think women are built. On your perfume testing area. Mm, this is why I just tried J-Lo's glow. <laughs> That's what I call it. The hollowed spot where, where I put my J-Lo glow. Uh, it didn't hurt. It didn't and hurt it doesn't have any scent, the tattoo itself. Re- <laughs> oh, it's not a scratch and stuff? No. <laughs> Why? You don't want to pay the extra money. Yeah, I'm broke. Sure. God. He's dead. You got to do what you got to do. That'd be a good so- tattoo, though, of like a, a marker, you know? <laughs> 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 and then scratch and sniff, you know? I think that'd be good. I bet I'm probably the oldest person here, and I remember when you would get the, uh, the mimeographed ditto sheets in grade school oh, yeah. that had a very specific smell. Mm-hmm. And I don't know when they stopped using those, but I think it was probably not that long. Ditto that. sheets, man. I think that's just, what we no, called them. Yeah, yeah right? just yeah. saying the word, it's like, oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. And Boy, it smelled really good and chemically. Do you have tattoos? I do not have tattoos. Oh, that's tattoo bad. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> this is a good podcast. You are tattoo much. Uh, not to tattoo my own horn. But, uh, I don't have any. Oh. <laughs> sorry. It was there. Oh, I'm sorry. I, I, I am a bit of a, uh, I'm a, bit of a clapper and a table slapper. I, I am laugh. too. I I'm get in trouble. Emphatic person. Really? Yeah. You get in trouble here with this podcast. Mm-hmm. You're pointing at someone, and I'm not going to acknowledge yep, who they are. There's no one there. That, I'm that not makes talking me to you. <laughs> Sometimes the sound guy gives me a dirty. <laughs> hell yeah! I wish I was more of an audible laugher for the most part because mm. I feel that weird pressure when I'm at shows to be like. I'm, I think I find them funny, but it's very seldom that I'm just like. And you're like a you smug mean, bastard. You're saying if you know people can see you, right? Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. Right. Like, I know that I know that feeling. Yes. Is there nothing worse than being at a comedy show and being towards the front because you get sat there and you like, could just end it right there? Yeah. There's nothing worse big. than that. <laughs> if you None. know the performer, if yeah. you know the performer, which you know, you go to other people's shows, yeah. it is really horrible because you feel. I know exactly what you mean. The extra pressure to like, not only am I enjoying it, I'm really enjoying it. Like, I want you to know that I am demonstrably enjoying what you are doing. <laughs> and I'm tuned in. Yeah. Oh. I, uh, I ruined... Think, uh, I know it looks fake. When yeah. I'm doing. <laughs> yeah. Too much, too much. Lean back, Vanessa. Lean back. I accidentally I also ruined uh, oh, a Ron did. Lynch bit once. I did not mean to. I feel terrible about it. This is like 10 years ago, maybe. Ron Lynch, very funny very comedian funny guy, here very in funny Los guy. Angeles. Uh, he uh, used to do a lot in San Francisco, and I used yes. to be, be at Cobbs a lot because I uh, knew the guys were running in Sawyer and stuff like that. I used to do improv mm-hmm. up there. And uh, Ron would do this bit where like, he would use this word barnacle. Do you remember this bit? No. And what he I've would do is he would wait for somebody to leave to go to the bathroom. Yeah. And when they left, he'd be like, all right, here's I know what we're going to do. We're going to mess with this guy. Yes. When he comes back, at some point in the conversation, I'm going to say barnacle. Yeah. And you guys Everybody all goes go crazy. Go crazy. Put your hands up this whole thing, right? Yeah. And I'd yeah. see him do this bit like two or three times in yes. the past. Yeah, yeah. I didn't realize that I went to use the bathroom that I had been picked to be that guy. Oh, my heavens. And it just didn't even occur to me that when I came back, 
that I just because I've seen him before. We said barnacle, I too went blah, like everybody else, and like the, wait a minute, that must have it, everybody must have lost their mind. Right? They, they kind of did. Wait, what happened? Exactly, Ron was just flabbergasted. And he was like, uh, "How did you know to to do that?" And I was like. I've seen you before. <laughs> and the whole crowd went, ooh. <laughs> so it's not so much that you ruined the bit, you ruined people's opinion of Ron. I really yeah. did. And I love Ron. I think he's I so know. funny, but I was like, oh, God. <laughs> what else could you say, though? I, I, afterwards, I was like, dude, I'm so sorry. Maybe switch up your keyword. <laughs> yeah. Go exactly. spatula one set. Yeah. See what happens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah happen. words don't Why cost anything, Ron. <laughs> Stingy bastard. Just kidding, Ron. Uh, You're not a bastard. have seen me before in San Francisco. <laughs> Well, Cole is doing a pretty good Ron Lynch impression. He, he did one bit once, though, that I thought uh, was brilliant. This was at Comedy Day in the Park, which was this long, like, five-hour... It's a big mistake. Yes. Yeah, exactly. He came <laughs> it shouldn't out, happen. He came out in this giant papier-mâché ant head. Uh-huh. Oh, I'm sorry. Let, before, please explain to people what... I cut you off, but what Comedy Day in the Park is. <laughs> it's, it's kind of what it sounds it's like. Exactly. It's exactly. Yeah. It's once a year in San Francisco in Golden Gate Park. It's, like, five hours, and it's just a bunch of stand-ups doing, like, ten-minute sets... Um, like the punchline does a set of comics, mm-hmm. Cobbs does, Sketchfest now does one too. Mm-hmm. Um, but we tend to put Sketch up there and confuse people. Right. Um, <laughs> and it's just long and it goes on forever. And yeah. you know, it's, it's sometimes it's fun, sometimes it's not. That was back in the day when it was actually sort of fun. It's just kind right. of falling on bad times. But Ron came out in a paper mache ant head, didn't refer to it at all, just started doing his set. And then mm-hmm. finally, at, like about halfway through his set, went, Wow, you guys in the back, I must look like an ant to you. Oh, I lost it. I was like, he literally <laughs> made a paper mache ant head just for so one joke. That is great. Oh so. my gosh! And did people go nuts? They kind of did, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, yeah. so pay it off. So, kudos <laughs> to you, Ron Lynch. Kudos. Rest in peace, Ron. <laughs> wait, oh, Ron. Oh, wait, no, he's okay. A lot could happen between now and the time this drops. You're right. It's true. I don't want to say like, anything. I always like to play it safe. Yeah. Right, and also, hey. rest in peace, you guys, in case you oh, have died by the time. You rest in peace, too. Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. God, five years later. I in the room. <laughs> oh, boy. Well, speaking Whoa. of rest in peace, it's uh, <laughs> the worst. The worst yeah, show that's never. Time for celebrity yeah. deaths. Uh, there you go. Read them off, More like uh, sh- show deaths, because a bunch of shows were oh, canceled yeah. recently due to the upfronts and everybody releasing their new schedules on the networks. That's right. Um, Law and Order, canceled after 20 years. That's right. The, the flagship Wait, show, Law and Order. Other ones are all canceled? No, no. The other ones are still going, but Law and Order proper. Yeah, Law and Order Prime. Which, what is Ice-T going to do? I know. Well, Coco is what SVU he's gonna do. is still. Is he SVU? My word, that was racy, Vanessa. Sorry. <laughs> uh, SVU is still going. Criminal Intent is still going, and yeah. then they're launching a, um, a what you call it, uh, a, a Law and Order Los Angeles. Oh. So yeah, it's just the main one, which you know, I guess they're. <laughs> it's now uh, the pattern will be every fifty years they will take one off the air. <laughs> so SVU is the next to go. But by um, then there'll be twenty more. That's on. right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So by twenty sixty, <laughs> it'll be time to take SVU off the air. When Law and Order, Law and Order comes on, where they're investigating the deaths on other <laughs> that's, Law and Orders, that's, right. that's, that's right. when you Ooh. know. That... That's meta. Oh, oh. sorry, I was too close to the microphone because someone we pulled it away it. from my fat mouth. <laughs> Who Not pulled it away? I don't names. know. The Elijah. <laughs> we never should have left that empty seat here. Um, <laughs> I know Ice T. I'm sure is very sad. Very sad. He's got a very full life. Have you seen his wife? Look, I got no complaints. Coco, the beautiful woman, she She's got her own natural. magazine. 
<laughs> She's all natural. She just tweeted another picture of her butt. <laughs> Love I, to follow Coco. I think the original Law and Order was never the same after the death of Jerry Orbach. <laughs> How did it continue? Oh, you let me did. take a minute That's to so take exciting. Amy Mann down a notch. Oh, <laughs> oh that yeah. was the most amazing I thing. about that. The Twitter fight between Ice T and Amy Mann. What's so, <laughs> so funny? Unexpected. Is it's after Amy Mann decided, hey, you know what? I have because she had been tweeting under an assumed name on a private account. You know. Um, did you know that name? I did know that name. Whoa. We have known each other for a long time. Okay. Not to name drop in retrospect. <laughs> after <laughs> we've already Amy been Mann. after we've already been talking about the person. <laughs> um, so. Uh, she decided, hey, you know what? I'm going to do it under my own name. You know, I have this account yeah. that I'm not using. Why not do that? She'd been doing that for like a week and then uh, mm. <laughs> for- forgot that this was open to the public. Like, Why is Ice-T even acting at all? He sure stinks. <laughs> Forgetting that Ice-T is also on Twitter yeah. and uh, is a person with feelings. And then uh, she apologized and, you know. I know. I felt bad when she apologized. I think that was like. You can relate so quickly and easily. Oh, yeah, being yeah, like, yeah. oh my gosh, oh, the things yeah. I say are to, about real people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Everybody's done something like that, We, whether in life or in public, and, yeah. and we will do it again, probably. Yeah. But Hopefully um, in I've, the next 45 minutes. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I like making a shit stool. <laughs> you really do. Yeah, I can't. You're help. trying to start a pod war. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that never not funny. Oh, boy. <laughs> Jesse Thorne, guess who's coming for you? <laughs> Yeah, I'm pretty snarky on Twitter. I could see myself pissing somebody off at some point. I think about it, you know, because there's a lot of... I think it's from doing Best Week Ever for so long that it was like... For me, I never wanted to just be saying, that person's fat, you know? It was like, I want to make a comment on something that's, you know, maybe a little social commentary in there. I wanted to explain (laughs) it. They take in more calories than they put out. Um, but I, you know, it's like, it's because it, it's very easy and it's very mean, I think, to yeah. just toss off a comment about somebody's appearance or to say something is stupid, you know, but to, to be a little more creative where I tried to imagine, well, what if that person were to confront me on something I said, I want to be able to say, yeah, I totally stand by that. Right, I feel right. like that movie, you know, was a little bit of a cash grab or, you know, that thing like that you did was actually kind of mean, you know, right. I wanted to be able to. Uh, you, you know, I could defend all of my jokes, you know. So now it's on Twitter, you know, I, I really do think about, well, that's like, first of all, there's things where I just don't want the hassle of saying, like, I think this movie sucks right. and then I have to deal with a bunch right. of people hey. yelling at me. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. Which still happens no matter how innocuous the comment yeah. is will still happen. But then also I thought, well, that's not really that artful. You know, if I'm just saying this thing sucks, right. it's not worth it. You know, it's not putting worth putting out on the World Wide Web. You know. www. Is it- that is shorter. Oh yeah, and <laughs> wow. also it's just a weird coincidence because that's also what starts the links in that little window on the internet. Oh, you I just got a shiver to- when yeah. you said that. That's right. I just notice things. I'm very observer. perspicacious. <laughs> that's a word. It's nice. It, it doesn't matter like <laughs> what the thing is to you. It can be the worst thing in the history of the world, and there always be people that'll pop in and defend it. Oh like, yes, the bounty hunter pull leaves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, what are you talking about? The chemistry between Gerard Butler and <laughs> 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 like, well, no, to be fair, no one's ever said that. That's true. <laughs> yeah, you're right. <laughs> Yesterday, I stuck up for something on Twitter. Kind what of. What? I don't usually say mean things on Twitter. I usually say, "Oh, I have a crush on this or that." <laughs> I'm so stupid. <laughs> um, but this was. I was watching Real Housewives of New Jersey. Sure. Okay, as I want to do. Actually. 
I don't want to blah, blah, blah here, but I've been sort of depressed for the past three weeks. Oh. It's okay. It I'm happens sorry. to everyone. Yes, it Every does. Every mood has That's its right. colors, and there's no shame yes, in it. Yes. I so, don't understand all of that, but yes, I agree <laughs> with you. Are you right? sure you just don't have Bieber fever? Have you been... I am <laughs> sure I don't have Bieber fever. More on that later. I do not like that baby D-bag. Why don't they call it Bieber fever? Which <laughs> <laughs> so should be. It's more fun to say. <laughs> okay. I'm sorry. Please, continue no, okay. about your crippling depression. Yeah, and then I'll be mean to Justin Bieber and take back everything I just said. What? Who am I? But I he do. doesn't deserve to live. <laughs> hey, guess what, Justin Bieber? 16 years old? <laughs> I've got a fight to pick. Um, but then I started watching reality TV again. I was realizing there was a correlation between my depression and not watching reality Ooh. TV. Wait, and not watching yes. it? <laughs> I really thought that was going the other way. Wrong again. <laughs> I hadn't seen a new Kendra in two weeks. I hadn't seen Real Housewives of New Jersey. <laughs> and I had not seen... Oh, I hadn't been up to date with Real Housewives of New York. Anyway, I was watching Real Housewives. <laughs> it was a bad time in my life. You can see a very dark period. Sure. Yes, yes, yes. So I found them on the internet. Mm-hmm. And then Real Housewives of New Jersey, have you seen that? No. There is some very bad parenting being caught on tape. You're like, kidding. No. What? I know Hold that's shocking. <laughs> These women are not good parents. You're saying these people that are willing to exploit their mm-hmm. families yeah. uh, so they can get attention on television right. are not the best parents? Well, they're okay. I hope you but have some data to back this up. <laughs> Usually, at least the people seem really charismatic and crazy. Like, the house might have some <laughs> some kind of fun happening, you know? Like, right. they're like fame-grabbing and money-grabbing, but they're kind of enjoying the ride. And, like, right. the kids are kind of disgusting along with the parents. Like, everybody's in on it. <laughs> but there is, like, some kids that I feel really bad that this is on TV. And mm-hmm. it's, like, they're at a really bad point in their life to be exploited. Mm-hmm. And they look miserable every shot. And it just is sick to me that... And I am hard to gross out with reality TV. I just think it's wrong. So I tweeted at Mr. Bravo Andy. Oh, my God. This. Andy Como. Uh-huh. I uh-huh. think his name is. <laughs> he didn't reply. But I felt like I don't need to donate to charity for at least a month, right? That's a good oh, because, deal. Yeah, that's it. Because you good. took this guy to task yeah, on, uh, yeah. on Twitter. Hello. I make a difference one little thing at a time. Were you retweeted at all? No. Oh, yeah. That would have gone a long way. You know why, though? Because it was too brave what I said. Probably. No one could stand up with me. That's right. And, and say, and if, Danielle's children should not be allowed on camera, and Danielle is a bad person who needs mental health, and that's not entertainment. And people are going to say, first they came for Danielle's children, and I said nothing. Then they came for Vanessa, and I said nothing. <laughs> then they came for me, for me and I, my name is Andy Como. <gasps> what? That was, that was a shocking twist. R.I.P. Really right. Andy Como. Wow, sorry to No, wait, can you, give, can you give me an example of this bad parenting? She's gotten her daughter into modeling, her little 16-year-old. Ugh. The girl ended up like having a panic attack. She's 16. Because she didn't want show. to do this. No, and she's never seemed happy. And in the interview, she's like, she's a beautiful 16-year-old girl. And these are the way the interviews sound. So my mom got me a modeling contract, which I guess is a big deal. <laughs> like, and then they just like stay on her face and she's like looking around like please get the camera away from me oh. and then she didn't eat before the show and her mom's going her mom gets up to the camera and she's like I can't wait we're gonna go to Milan I'm gonna be right beside her we're gonna go to Paris and the girls in the background like swaying in these huge heels like, no and, and, <gasps> but there's 
it, it seems like it's not like played up. Like there's no way the the girl is going along with no. this, and it's like I mean, I'm sure she's got some excitement to be modeling and making money. Like I'm sure there's some aspect of that that's okay, but it's definitely gross. Whatever is going on is mm-hmm. super gross. Well, anytime parents make their kids do something that the kids don't want to do, I, that seems like such an old fashioned idea. Yeah, doesn't yeah, like really violin is. lessons or something. Or anytime the mom is proud by saying we're going to do this all together, like it's so that's weird. That's like, that's uh-oh. that to me is along with the idea of like my mom is my best friend. Yeah. It's not supposed to happen. No, your mom's supposed to be your mom. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you guys see Kid Nation, that thing they did a couple years ago? Oh. No. What is <laughs> that? The idea. I never saw it. I, I watched it. I think it. We, we saw, I think oh, I saw Oh, moms and kids. No, no, no. No. no oh, no. Just kids. You are wrong. Okay, here's here's how you pitch this. Here's how, here's how they would pitch this. <laughs> what? I took it too far. <laughs> I took it too far. Here's how they, you would pitch this show to the network. It's a reality show. Okay. Take a bunch of kids. Ages eh, five to oh, no. ten or twelve. Twelve. We'll put twelve as the ceiling. Put them in an old west town. Oh, I heard about that. Let them run it themselves. Mm-hmm. We'll have a host that comes up every once in a while uh, at this big meeting in a barn and <laughs> talk about how things are going. That is so disturbing. But they got to work the land themselves. We'll have challenges <laughs> occasionally so they can win gumballs. Work the Why land. Was it an old west town? I don't know. <laughs> I don't understand that aspect of it because essentially. I don't know why they didn't go all the way with it and put them on an island and say, yeah, it's uh, Lord of the Flies. Yeah, exactly. here's a cocktail. Yeah, See what happens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No like, inhalers here, Piggy. And we just call it Survivor for kids. <laughs> it's like Survivor, but with kids. And, uh, you know, they murder somebody. <laughs> Did anything bad happen? <laughs> Did you guys catch Toddler Island this week? Oh. It's really good. It's a great episode. And it, of course, it only lasted the one season because there yeah. was all sorts of problems with it. Oh, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. A bunch yeah. of kids really? got sick because they drank bleach. They drank bleach. They didn't die. Why was there bleach sick. in the old West? I don't town? know. Good question. What did happen? Not authentic. So where were you? <laughs> I should have been on that set. Colin the Scout. Excuse me, uh, uh, my horse needs a bleaching. Uh, okay. <laughs> you know where I can get that my, done? my pen exploded on my horse. <laughs> well, I'll get that up for you, sir. I've been working the turnip patch all day. One of us did crazy Southern Colonel, as yes. like a cowboy. Exactly. <laughs> uh, pardon me. He's just coming through town. <laughs> That's right. So, yeah. He doesn't live in Kid Baby Wild West. Yeah, land. he's like a lost riverboat gambler. Exactly. <laughs> How did I find myself in this situation? What a predicament for a man who loves the water. Better get you a drink, sir. Sarsaparilla or a mint julep, if you could uh, whip that up for me. I appreciate that. It is a scorcher. Dab, 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 dab. That's a show. Now that's that a, show. a show. Yeah, the, the riverboat gambler finds himself gambler in the old west town filled with town kids. Yeah, full of babies. We take a yeah. bunch of riverboat gamblers. Yes, we and dump them someplace. A bunch of just a pass <laughs> Sprinkle them out through a manufactured Old West <laughs> It's called Fish Off of Water. Oh, that's nice. good. I made up a show for Justin I didn't Justin know how Bieber's you guys comeback. thought about that. No, we liked it. We both good. said it's good. That noise was very... Well, we, we could have gone either way. We're doing thumbs down. Oh, you will physically do thumbs down yeah. if something is not good. We'll go yeah. all Caesar and just... just <laughs> sure. sure. A lot of the listeners don't know is we have our thumbs up the entire time. <laughs> until you don't <laughs> until like something. Until we don't like something. Right. Then we turn them over. I like the default, though, is positive. Yeah. yeah. The you thumb know, is up. We like until... to give our guests the benefit of the doubt. Now, can I... Will the thumb start to waver? Will it start to... Just if we like get a, Like a needle on a... What's the word I'm looking for? A gauge? A pen. Yeah, it might. Oh. 
<laughs> if all of a sudden you're like, guys, I love the Shrek films, then we might start oh, to be like, boy, oh boy, no thanks. I cannot wait until this you guys- siege is over our town. Those posters. Everywhere. God. I don't... I gotta Three say days this. till 3D flatulence. That whole uh, advertising campaign, what the Shrek just happened, oh, yeah. it's like, that's inappropriate. Yeah. That's really, really inappropriate. inappropriate. Yeah. Oh, and there's another one that says, what is it? Blow your Shrek or something. Like, it's all just... <laughs> what? I might be misquoting that. Suck my Shrek. <laughs> Shrek my dick. Wait a minute. That just says dick in it. <laughs> you can't... Deep Shrek. What? What does it mean? <laughs> Sorry. How many people were you doing in that exchange? Like... I had a whole scene. It was happening so fast. I can't transcribe my characters fast enough. Sure, sure. Uh, <laughs> change the Deep breath. Deep breath. You guys were talking about that. I, I, I feel the same way. Like the, the something about the DreamWorks movies. I think the thing that bothers me about them is that they don't seem to have. They have fake heart. You yeah. Know? Mm-hmm. It's that those. Yeah, those Pixar movies are. All so beautiful mm-hmm. and so like the emotions are so real. And then I feel like I, every time I give one of those DreamWorks ones a chance, it's always like there's something that's really cynical about them that really turns me off every single time. Yeah. You know, even just the way it looks, I feel like that's not you- warm. It's really like cold and it's kind of gross. I feel like with um, <laughs> with those movies, it's more about like. Can we can we get Smash Mouth or Counting Crows to do the theme song? We can. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Wait, but yeah. can the theme song be All Star again? Yeah. Well, so they just license a bunch of songs. It's not yeah. even that they have songs created for. Yeah. It's just license, yeah. 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 But did you see? This is the third podcast I've mentioned it. I apologize. How to Train Your Dragon? No, I have not. It goes against it, and you'll be really proud. of them. I remember you saying yeah. it. I would like so, to say it, and I'll be proud. You'll <laughs> be really proud of them. Though, wouldn't it be interesting though if they, you know, hired on Randy Newman to do the music for a Shrek movie or something? <laughs> oh, what would have to happen in order for him to say, you know what, fuck you guys, <laughs> I'm going over to these guys? But yeah, I, I, the, I being an ogre. <laughs> No one's crazy Or they just get Randy Newman to cover Smash Mouth songs. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, we finally found it. We've got the heart. Somebody now wants to me. material, Randy. The world was going to rule me. <laughs> <laughs> what a it's silly. more of a Dylan esque uh, Randy Newman. <laughs> well, yeah, there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, that's true. Dylan esque. I, I think that was quite complimentary to what just happened. Okay, what? <laughs> <laughs> well, he wasn't saying that he was. Yes, he was. Look, you don't know Cole like I we've, know. We've <laughs> fallen down a rabbit hole. Oh, really speaking have. of rabbits, um, just dance, kidding. Dance, 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 dance. <laughs> you really um, got me. You uh, really did you got see me. that uh, Shia LaBeouf, Shia LaBeouf, uh, Shia the Beef? I did. Um, I know what you're talking about. About thing? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Here's what people are not talking about enough is this whole dissection of uh, what happened with the stock market and Wall Street and yeah. all that. Like. I was embarrassed. Like, he went on and on. I was like, I don't know what this guy... I've heard all these words before, but (laughs) I really... I feel really dumb. Like, not only is this surprising, but uh, it's making me feel bad that I don't... I can't follow what he's talking about. He really seems to know what he's talking about. Who knows if he does? It sounds so good. I should never call him I'll tell you, at at best, I feel bad that I can't make shit up that fast. Right. Right? With those big, fancy words. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a a bull market and a bear market. No, 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 no. That would be him normally. But yeah, that was very refreshing to read. And, you know, like it doesn't... The, the earth didn't crumble, you know, that yeah. somebody said, ah, you know what, we probably could have done a better job. It's Because that's different than saying, 
we knew we were doing a shitty movie and nobody cared, you yeah. know, because right. it is hard to be in a production sometimes and see it uh, with any distance, you know, right. to really look at, with any uh, objectivity and say, oh, wait, maybe we're not trying as hard as we could or maybe this could be adjusted or whatever. It's really – and it's, I can't even imagine something with that amount of money that's behind right. it and around it all the time, you yeah. know, that I think would be very easy to lose perspective. And I think if you're – Steven Spielberg and George Lucas, and you have people... Who's going to say no to those guys? No you know? Way. Like, who's ever... What studio is ever going to second-guess them at right. this point when it's like, eh, you know what? It's going to make money anyway. What do we care? You know? Because, like, all they care about is, is this thing going to make money? Yeah. If they're... If they have this gigantic franchise with these gigantic people involved. I'm sure... I can't imagine the studio had a lot of notes, you know, no. for that, for that movie, you know? So, I don't know... If if you're that person, and it's a thing that that scares me too, is like I always want to make sure that feedback, the feedback I get from people about anything that I do, if I'm asking for feedback, yeah. like I try to I try to be uh, my own worst critic and you know know when I like I, I try to have a pretty good gauge about mm-hmm. like eh, I could have done that better or that needs work or whatever, yeah. but to lose perspective like that and maybe not have somebody around you that you know will tell you. No, you, this this needs work. You know, this needs to be better. That's really scary. You know, but you had to know when you were doing There Will Be Blood. You had to tell. You could tell that was a second rate production. Well, and that I, wasn't. I was go doing well. that as a favor. Okay. So friend of a friend thing. Friend of a friend thing. <laughs> Paul Thomas Anderson said, "Look, D Day." That's what we call Daniel Lewis. Oh, okay, okay. D-Day needs somebody <laughs> that he can volley with. It's like a tennis match oh, where right, you know you're you really want to play against yeah. somebody very good because it brings your game up. Well, you should like, just blog about you didn't know what you were involved with. Right. Yeah, and like you guys tried, but not hard enough. <laughs> From my perspective, yeah. in that movie, like yeah. look. <laughs> no, I mean, I, I heard that you went daily to the set, <laughs> and you went up to PT one day, and you're just like, yeah. Maybe he could have met on his boy. Um, maybe some milkshake stuff here. Maybe this is what this needs. Maybe some, yeah, maybe some milkshake stuff. Listen, I've you know got what people like. You know what people like milkshakes. <laughs> if you can work that in, this movie is this a blockbuster. Might, might just make it. Look, in the script, it says root beer float. I'm gonna do one better. <laughs> I drink your fribble. I drink it up. Guys, I'm going to get a, a glass of water. Oh, great. All right? So I'm going to project while I pour this water. Does anybody need another drink while I'm up? I'm great. I'm good there, Are Paul. Are you sure? Yeah. All right, here I oh go. Oh, my gosh. This is the kind of thing our listeners love. They feel like with us. Hey. You know, that would never happen on the Sonny Young America. It's never not funny. <laughs> <laughs> the kind of unpredictability we bring. Yeah. That's right. We're fresh. We're live. Hey, you feel like listening to the same old thing? I think you know where to go. <laughs> Somewhere else. Speaking of uh, TWBB. Mm-hmm. Uh, TWWB? Twibb. Great crew jacket, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Twib. Um, I, w- I did a, uh, an interview with a, a Seattle radio station um, in advance of this gig that I was doing in Seattle. And these guys clearly... Sort of skimmed my IMDb page to to figure out who I was <laughs> and did not do, do a very good job so of now, it. Now, Paul, you're known for DAG, <laughs> and uh... <laughs> well, they did they did say now it says here you have a 
No, they didn't say it says here because that would have given them yeah. an out. Right. But it says, uh, and I understand you have your own podcast, The Sound of Young America. Oh. I said, no, I, I don't. Um, that's somebody else's podcast. I've been a guest on that podcast. <laughs> but that's a guy named Jesse Thorne. And uh, it's, a great, uh, it's a great podcast for uh, public radio. You know, you should check it out. And the guy goes, oh, oh, uh, okay. Well, um, so uh, what, what, what do you think is the sound of young America? I'm like, you're really going to go to the <laughs> no. fucking question after this? <laughs> like, that, I understand you had that written down on your piece of paper, oh but oh, wow. you should abandon this line of questioning. Oh. Would you fire back? Uh, the armpit noise you make when you put your I said, I said, you know, I really don't know. You probably want to ask uh, Jesse Thorne. And then the <laughs> guy said, like we were on the news, he said, well, I, I, I do apologize. <laughs> wow. But they did, they, they did say, um, they were saying, no, you were in there, we'll be blood. What, what were you in that? Which is always, for, first the interview started with, oh, now what are you all about? <laughs> <laughs> But then they're like, "What? What were you in that movie?" And I, I, you know, walked them through the yeah. scene. You know, blah blah blah. I was this guy, and uh, they said, I, "I think what's going to keep that movie from uh, from going down as a really great movie is the title. I think it's a, it's a bad title, and I no. think that yeah, it's gonna it's probably gonna fade into obscurity because the title is just like it's just not a good title." <laughs> what do you like, say to the, that? I just said, "Oh, you might, maybe you're right." <laughs> like, what? Like, well, yeah, when you're dealing with somebody who's just that dumb, like. Yeah. Well, first of all, it's it is there is a weird rude angle to it. Yeah, it's like, it's well, insulting. I'm connected with this yeah. production, right. even though uh, in such a tiny way. Hey, but it's own like, it. yeah, what am I supposed to say? Like, ah, you're right. It's dumb. <laughs> Most, it's, so many people said that. Like, what are you fucking it's talking? It's about? a terrible title, Paul. Uh, I'd yeah. like to suggest oil be there. How about that? Yeah. Let's go. Let's go what? Colon soon? Question mark. <laughs> Fathers and sons. <laughs> That's, that's, that's what the studio always does. They make it <laughs> innocuous and like completely like bland and unmemorable. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. There was that movie that was based on the book Animal Husbandry that was called Animal Husbandry that mm-hmm. got changed to Someone Like You. <laughs> <laughs> what was that movie? It was like with Ashley Judd and Hugh Jackman and somebody else. It was just a disposable oh, romantic comedy based on a book. And it was called Animal Husbandry. And the studio was like, oh, no. <laughs> that's Be- not testing well. The title, no, no, sir. It's not testing well here in my office. I mean, it sounds like bestiality, which I think would actually get people in the theater. Exactly. I don't know. People Someone like you. I'm not a scientist. You, you don't have to be a scientist to know that people want to see people having sex with animals. Yeah. Especially and people want to do it. Yes. And especially if it's good-looking people like Ashley Judd and Hugh right. Jackman. And the animal's like a really beautiful miniature pony. If the animals are good looking too, that's Done. just a bonus. Now, if it had been called <laughs> Animal Sexy Time, they would have been okay yeah. with it. But husbandry implied that <laughs> yeah. they were getting hitched. Exactly. Um, Next thing you know, gay marriage. Exactly. Yeah. Slippery slope. Yeah, slippery. First people can fuck a snake, and then <laughs> there will be gay people getting married. And then yep. little humans will come out of eggs. <laughs> oh, wouldn't that be great? Yeah. That would be fantastic. Yeah, actually, that Jonathan would... Winters on Mork and Mindy. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh-oh. Uh-oh, they both this went to the low. notes. Low. This guy is boring. Oh, my gosh. You go, Cole. You do something fast. I do something fast. <laughs> All right. Just kidding. You're hilarious. Uh, did you... Uh, this is pretty funny. Did you hear about this this woman in Florida who um went to the drive She wanted to see time fly. <laughs> yeah, she did. <laughs> did I guess it? Yeah, you got no. it. She threw a clock out the window, Paul. <laughs> and, uh... In Florida. Uh, they're uh, at the drive-through window at Wendy's, mm-hmm. and uh, the drive-through person forgot to give her mayonnaise or mustard. Mm-hmm. So she backed up and slapped the guy at the drive-through, and was so mad that she pulled around and went outside, went inside with a pink stun gun and threatened to stun him. I like that it's pink. I Wait, feel like we're missing a part of this story. This is after the slap. 
This is after the yeah, slap. slap. He like wasn't she enough. slapped him and was cussing him out or whatever. So then he like went left the window, ran away, screaming, ran away from probably. the team. Like why? I work at a Wendy's drive-through. I'm not <laughs> willing to take a, a bullet slapped. for a frosty. Yeah. So you know he went and hid, and then she was so mad still about not getting mayonnaise and mustard that she ran inside with a pink stun gun and was trying to find him in there, and then left, wow. and of course got arrested. Um, and now. In jail we need more of thing. those, like, everyday <laughs> Avengers. There's where... <laughs> I'm on her she's side. Like, she's like the equalizer. Um, I, I said I, no one in silence. There's a, lot of, there's a lot of weird anger that surrounds drive throughs where there's a lot of instances of people calling 911 because yeah. they didn't, they weren't happy with the service at a, at a drive through or a fast food restaurant. There's been, like, a number of calls where it's like, yeah, you have to. I want the police to come down here because this guy said that uh, this was on the value menu, and then I got charged full price. Whoa! Wow. And now he won't give me my money back. So chemicals I want the police in the food, to come. Maybe, maybe it is the chemicals. This in is the a food. case for that guy Spurlock Morgan. Morgan, <laughs> the food detective. I see it like every once in a while. I live with a walking. What? <laughs> Why is it a case for him? <laughs> He'll just, get to the bottom of this. He just sits at home. Fast food. He just sits at home waiting for the Spurlock signal to go off. <laughs> I gotta go, honey. Someone needs me. Trimming his mustache, just waiting, waiting for the day. Now, I live, I I live within uh, within walking distance of a McDonald's. I don't go that mm-hmm. often, but every once in a while, I'll just be like, mm-hmm. hey, I'm gonna get some McDonald's. Every time I walk in there, it's just like fucking anger farm. Like everybody, yeah. it's mad. <laughs> it's old, like it's usually old people cussing out the people who are working there. Like a guy, there's a line. It's like lunch rush. This guy comes up with a dollar bill and it's just like, I just want a small coke. And there was like, there's a line. You gotta wait. And he's like, son of a bitch, goddammit. And like, <laughs> storm down. I was Whoa. like, really? Like, you're mad at them because you're not allowed to cut the line. Yeah, it's like. He just wants a small coat. Yeah. Our orders are incredibly complex. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, it's, you order by size. Everyone knows that. Yeah, exactly. It's by the size of your order. Can I please help who's next who is getting uh, one or less items? Who's getting a size? small thing? Uh, it's, bigger than a hand. It's not like lines are a new invention either. <laughs> but, uh, what in my day, you just <laughs> you just bum rush the counter, and whoever if got there first, first. It's still a line though. <laughs> it's still There's discounts still a few that things to be figured out. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's when the stun guns come into play. That's right. It still drives me crazy though when I go places like I wish everything just when they have multiple registers that had a single line that you get into, and whoever's next mm-hmm. gets to go up, as opposed to this like. Which one do I choose? When will oh, I get yeah. to go yeah. quicker? Yeah. Or everybody's kind of hovering, and even though yeah. you're in front of somebody, they wrap up, and this other bride just cuts in as yeah. if, like, no, you were clearly in line for this other one, even though you were between the two registers. It should always be post office style. It should. Where it's Whoa. like, I'll take the next person. Ding. <laughs> that was what I think of. <laughs> wow. <laughs> <laughs> You're, no, it's not fun. Mm-mm. I'll tell you though. Let me tell you something okay. because I know you suffer from a uh, crippling depression. Yeah, um, it was pretty bad there. I, I, uh, although I, I am prone to uh, to great anger. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not as angry as I used to be, and I'm more uh, zen about everyday situations. And it was the post office. This was years ago. I was in the post office. I used to get so angry at the post office because yeah. there was so many windows, but only three people working, and it takes forever. And all. That. And then one day I realized. That's just how the post office is. So there's, I can't get mad at it every single time because it's not going to change. Yeah, so what can I do about it? 
Can not enjoy the wait. I can enjoy the wait. There you go. Mm. Right? That's kind of how I feel about, like, I, I realize the key to L.A. if you live here is just resigning yourself that it takes an hour to get anywhere. Yeah. Yep. If you resign yeah, yourself yeah. to that, you're fine. Absolutely. But if you're just like, oh, if I go down to Fountain, then I can cut up to yeah. Poinsettia and then take, you know, like, if you do that, you're going to just drive yourself insane. You have to pretty much choose your most pleasant route. Yep. Yeah. You know? Like, what's what's a what's a, a way to get there that I don't mind that yeah, much? Yeah, and what you know? works for you? Some people like highways. I really would yeah. prefer to go little roads yeah, all yeah, the time. Yeah, it's yeah, just yeah. Prettier. That's why they call you Little Roads. Yeah. Little Roads Rag. My uh, village. <laughs> my village of children. <laughs> I want to be the queen West. of the children village. Sure. They need royalty. <laughs> Babies love to have an authority figure wearing a big hat. Babies. You just named everything that babies love. <laughs> That's it. It's a very Boom. short list. I'm very maternal, so. Speaking of tasers, yep. the guy in Philly at uh, the Phillies game. I'm from Philadelphia. Uh-huh. And usually, um, you know, our fans, our sports fans have a bad reputation, and deservedly so, right. for being uh, violent, malicious people right. who will throw things at opposing teams. They whipped uh, ice balls at Santa Claus one year, <gasps> years ago. Um, they threw batteries at people. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not great. I thought so, you guys were just... Fanatics, like fun. That's just the people. one guy. Just the one, for the just the one fanatic. Everybody else is just mean. Yeah, he's trying. He, I wish he could speak because he's one trying to get people boost. to be more like him. Yeah, but uh, they don't understand. They just whips him into a frenzy. And they yeah. throw more batteries. Um, but there was a guy. This was a couple weeks ago. A guy ran into a field during a Phillies game, and uh, you know they have security people there. But they also have police officers there, and a police officer tased this guy. It was a guy literally running around waving a towel. And uh, so they're chasing after him to escort him off the field. And this cop tased him. And uh, I don't... I I, I sort of don't think that was necessary. Right. Well, what kind of a towel was it? Was it it a little damp? Was it wet? Because that thing's (laughs) got some slap power. Yeah. It does. You know what? You guys are right. And I hadn't (laughs) even considered that. I'm trying to remember now if I saw droplets of water flying... Off of the towel. Wait, and that's still... And have to slow plus, down that he might have been wanting to run into the locker room and start one of those little snap towel fights. And but the what? locker room's empty. Everybody's on the field playing the game. You also have to scope out a good spot. Oh, sure. <laughs> Just spring out of people. <laughs> exactly. He's probably going to get in that tin Climbing whirlpool. Up. Exactly. <laughs> that I've seen in movies. Hey, in fairness, out of that he thing. has a bad knee. He's rehabbing it. Yeah. So he's getting in there exactly. early. Exactly. It's from all the running around fields. Exactly. <laughs> just dressed to keep in shape. Speaking of policemen, I don't know. Should we keep talking about pop culture? Is that okay? Sure. Okay. And tasers? Yeah. Well, there's no tasers yet, but Lindsay Lohan. Yes. Yeah. So you talk about her a lot. I, I like to keep up with her. And I so far <laughs> haven't found anyone else to be interested, but I just know if I keep trying. Does she do that much anymore? She no, really but she's being a bad girl. That's what I want to talk about. Oh. She's in Cannes right now. Mm-hmm. This is it. And, um, Kanye's, and promoting her upcoming film that's not even backed yet. No, I'm good. I'm a good person. <laughs> 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 Gotta make sense for the listeners. Absolutely. <laughs> she wants to be in a movie about Linda Lovelace, porn star. Why it's does not, she want right? to do that? She wasn't even supposed to go and promote this film, but she went. And now the judge is saying, because she's supposed to be taking alcohol classes and stuff here. Like about like how to be a bartender. No, I'm just kidding. Mixology. Yeah, she's going for a mixology degree. <laughs> she found what she's really good at, and she's just embracing it. Um, but she's supposed to be in her like 
rehab. I'm sorry. What was she promoting this movie that she's not even in? This Linda Lovelace thing. No, she's like a project. I mean, in fairness, it's another Herbie movie. It's Herbie. Gross. Ew. Herbie. Herbie goes down. Yep. That's what it is. Shut the Shrek up. Um, that didn't quite work, but you guys know what I'm going for. Bullshit. Somebody once told me the world has got to roll me. Gross. Sorry. But uh, now she's supposed to be, she's missing these things, and she's supposed to be back for a court date Thursday at 8 a.m. this week, mm-hmm. and the volcano has started blowing around again, and she's going to be stuck, and so the judge has said he's going to issue a warrant for her arrest. Ugh. Bina, Mama can't save this. I feel like well, she probably at this point, like uh, her next film is going to be produced by TMZ. Like, I, you know what I mean? <laughs> she like, just breaks down. Like, look, guys, let's make a deal. <laughs> let's just, did you see the interview she did with the paparazzi person? No, it was just in the back of a car, and like it was a paparazzi interviewing her. She took an interview from him, and she was like, "Yeah, I just want to talk about my career." And he's like, "Lindsay, we love you. We love you. So tell me about this project." And she's like, "Oh, I'm so glad you asked." But it was in the back of a car. I feel really so scared. So what you're about saying is, if a paparazzi are able to interview her, we have a decent chance of getting her on the podcast. Lindsay, we love you, <laughs> and we want you to live. Now, I, 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 I am not a parent, and I don't have children, but I feel like don't you have to just sort of say there's some parenting that did not happen at a very crucial juncture and continues to not happen but i feel like it's almost it's too late now for the parents to do anything that you know would be would be uh, responded to by the child you know it's like hold on a second you're the one that got me into this fucking mess (laughs) now all of a sudden i'm supposed to listen to you you know where were you you know 10 15 years ago when i was a tiny child and you were toting me around yeah 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 i mean it's just that's uh, it is such a drag to to watch that unfold. That was like a thing that would come up on not to mention best week ever again. Um Please. but but it's like there were certain points where somebody like Britney Spears when she was like shaving her head yeah. and smashing stuff with a golf club was like eh, I don't want to talk about this anymore. And this is not name? funny. Who right? did you know? that amazing thing? Um Craig Ferguson did a great monologue on that like saying mm-hmm. that he was never going to touch Britney or anything like that. I I was really proud of him. Yeah, I, I was. I I wish that more people had done that it's because not it's funny at that point. Well, Somebody because, is having a breakdown. In yeah, front of you. Amy Winehouse, like oh, stuff like yeah. that. Like what, she's when, back in the hospital now. Yeah, when you're talking about people that could be dead by the time this airs, you know, like by the time I make my funny joke, you know, this person might be in the ground. Yeah, resting in peace. Finally, hopefully, hopefully, mm-hmm. fingers crossed. Or not, hopefully. I mean, we don't want anyone. That's to right. They pass might pass away. Yeah. Well, but when we do want ghosts to be real. Yeah, man. Yeah. Speaking of ghosts. What? Do you have a speaking of ghosts for um, real? I suppose so we do. Yesterday, I heard a spooky noise <laughs> in the cupboard. Though uh, no, there is an actual tie in there. They, <laughs> they, they canceled the Ghost Whisperer. Oh, yeah. With- oh, my God. It's been on for a really long it time. It really though, right? has. It's amazing. It prompted most people to go, that thing's still on. Those like- boobies have staying power, folks. It's true, man. Yeah. Yeah. Love Hewitt's. I got no beef with love. She had a show. You know what I mean? I didn't watch it. She's a hard worker. She's super nice. She seems nice. Has a singing career that she's been trying to get off the ground for. She's been trying to get the singing career off the ground. Well, you're saying. That's what you're saying. Yeah, maybe that is what's going to happen now. I can actually tell you what one of her songs was. What? I whispered a ghost. Her first single ever was called How Do I Deal? Oh, and maybe the, more The movie. chorus basically went, how do I deal with this? How do I deal with you? Or something like that. It was really, it wasn't good. It, though. But, uh, you know, power to you, Jennifer Love Hewitt. 
<laughs> you were just asking a question. That's right. <laughs> Nobody gave you an answer. I'm going to do a first ever pop my culture. I'm going to tell you guys that I'm going to pee and I'll be right back. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> How does the table That's take scary. this? Is it because you drank that soda so yeah, fast? Yeah, I was so Here's excited about this. Paul and I will talk about the Pacific. Okay, good. Yeah, I've never watch watched it. it. You pee. When I come back, can you and I talk about Breaking Bad? Yes. Oh. Yes. And I want to no talk spoilers. about spoilers. <laughs> okay, wait. Never. R.I.P. Guys, All just right, in case. Rest in peace. <laughs> so the Pacific Ball. Before you get back to the bathroom. <laughs> uh, she waved. She really did Bye. wave. Our listeners appreciated that. <laughs> uh, both of I'm them. Let's start that around this house. Me and my <laughs> wife will wave to each other when we go to the bathroom. <laughs> All right, bye. Prefer departing for a magnificent <laughs> journey. Exactly. Exactly. I'm going to come back and my steamer trunk will have one more sticker on it. From the bathroom. <laughs> exactly. Oh, I also have to buy stickers to put in the bathroom. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. That's true. Uh, so the Pacific, um, yes. what, what, are you liking it? Did you no. like it? No. I am not. I am I am like five behind. I watched, I think I've, I, I've watched half of it. I was watching it as it happened. I loved Band of Brothers. I love it so, so much. much. Yeah, I'm with so you So much. It was so great. So good. So moving and so like, it, like, Perfectly done. Yep. You know what I mean? Yeah, 100%. And this, I, I feel like they hit so many wrong notes. And I'll, I'll tell you a thing that threw me off instantly was hearing Tom Hanks' voice like one second in. Like he's explaining the beginnings right. of the war in the Pacific. I'm like, why did, why did it have to be him? I know he's producing this. I know that he loves this history and I know he wants to bring it to everybody. It's distracting. It's really distracting in a way that Band of Brothers was like, they start with those guys, yep. you know, and then you go to the war and it's like everything is explained in a very uh, uh, natural and organic way where I felt like I'm, I'm learning all the stuff that I never, ever knew about World War II. Like I didn't know how bad the conditions were uh, when they're in, in uh, the forest in, in France. Uh, right. And- Bestone, Bestone, thank you. I had no that? idea that it was like almost like like 1776, you know, with like right. wrapping bandages around their feet and stuff. I had no idea of any of that stuff. And the 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 stories of the the actual veterans and hearing them talk about it, unbelievably moving. And I feel like they're they're doing with the Pacific. They did like a sort of more more modern HBO take on it. You know what I mean? Yeah, As I opposed to like classic HBO, which really was, I think, really quality stuff. And now I feel like this is a sort of – like that whole episode where um, they go to Australia and they're on leave. And uh, you know the, the guys go crazy because they've been in this, this horrible uh, theater in the Pacific, which is just like monstrous. And also a thing that uh, really needs to be told because we're not – I don't remember learning about any of that. Yeah, I don't either. Yeah. Except that, yeah, they went to the Pacific and then uh, that was the last uh, of the war. You know, <laughs> Japan surrendered and uh, that Japan was it. Japan was their enemy for like 10 seconds and then they were. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, you know. yeah. But it's like it was unbelievably brutal and the conditions were monstrous and the Japanese were like insane. Like what? Like, as bad as the Nazis, the way they were torturing people and what they would do. And um, so, uh, so, yeah, I really want to know this story. Then, so these guys go and leave, you know, to Australia, and um, they're going to rest up before they go back. And so they just go nuts, and they're like getting drunk, and they're having sex with all these women and stuff like that. And then it became kind of Cinemaxy, where there's like it a really sex did. scene, seriously, you know, fairly graphic, like sex a scene. fairly graphic. Yep. Like, what am I watching now? And what does this have to do with? Like, did I need this 
to learn this story. You really didn't. And the thing is that these characters, too, like, I'm not nearly as invested in these guys as I was in anybody in no, Band of Brothers. Because Band no. of Brothers, like, you look at the cast now, and it's just like yeah. littered with famous faces. But yeah. then, it wasn't. And yet, you could really differentiate these guys. Like, oh, yeah. You know, at that point, Yes! I don't know who's who in this you, you thing! You totally can't tell. And yeah. it, gets, it gets worse as the series goes on. Because <laughs> I, I have, like, one episode left. I've seen nine of the ten. Yeah. And uh, it kind of transitions from being James Badgedale's story to being Joseph Mazzella's story. Right. Um, what about Lecky? Yeah, that's right. That's James Bedford. Is that the actor? Yeah, that's Johnny. Yeah, yeah that, that's Lucky. Yeah, it's pretty. It's pretty much Lucky's series for the first five or six, okay. and then it becomes Joseph Mazzella who's Sledge. Yeah. Um, for the, for the rest of it, because it's like a different, you know, skirmishes and stuff like that. It gets right. more insane with the battles and stuff. It becomes just more like violent and graphic and disturbing. Yeah. But what I find is half the time I don't know what the hell's going on mm-hmm. because it's just shot in such a chaotic manner. Like I get it, but like I don't know who's who, so I don't know. Like, did somebody just die that I care about dying? Yeah, exactly. Um, exactly. And you really don't know. But in Band of Brothers, like you had such a good cast of people, and people did die fairly mm-hmm. often at the same time too. But you had Damian Lewis, you had Ron Livingston, you had Michael Cudlitz and mm-hmm. Rick. Gomez and, and Simon Pegg for an episode like yeah. all these guys that now you look at it and you'd be like oh I know that guy but even yeah. then you didn't but you could still totally differentiate everybody oh yeah, yeah, yeah and yeah. not in like stereotypical ways it was like I'm Brooklyn Joe yeah. I got a picture of my lady and wear it's a baseball me, cap. Herbie, the Jewish soldier <laughs> yeah not like that yeah but, like it's such amazing storytelling they were it real totally people pulls you in yeah yeah and I, I hate any time I feel like these people don't trust me to grasp mm. this story, you know, and that they have to throw in like a graphic sex scene. Right. So I'll stay interested. And that was such a turnoff to see that. Like, what are we, what is this? Like, we don't need to, it didn't need to go this far. You know what I mean? Like for me to get it, like, yeah. oh, I see. They had sex with each <laughs> so other. So they were wild. Yeah. Because there it is right there. He's actually having sex. There's a breath. I get it. So in Ew. fairness to the Tom Hanks narration, originally they had Wolfman Jack on the track, and it was very, <laughs> very different. But here's the thing: why don't they do that, uh, like newsreel style? Yeah, yeah they you really know what should because I mean? it's what? newsreel footage. Yes. So why why aren't they saying like here? Why aren't they just showing us? Here's how people at the time learned what was happening. Plus, if they give us the newsreel footage, they can tuck in a Bugs Bunny short, stuff like that. You know, <laughs> really yeah, make yeah. it worth our time. Yeah. Uh, Daffy Duck, like, uh, kills Hitler and then blows his own brains out. (laughs) (laughs) Some of those cartoons are amazing. So wrong in so many ways. (laughs) Thank God that, you know, Bugs got on the propaganda wagon and stuff. Yes, thank God. Thank God. Because remember when Bugs Bunny was being an isolationist? Yeah. What was was up with that? Hey, let's... Let's just keep to ourselves, Doc. <laughs> Come on, Bugs. Which side are you on? Let the rest of the world sort out its problems. I'm just cuddling up with a good book. Where's <laughs> <laughs> that short? I, I kind of feel that way about Treme on HBO. That Because uh, I was a huge fan of The Wire. I love The Wire, yeah. love The Wire. And then I feel like... Um, like it's just, it's the same thing of I want to know this story. I don't like the way it's being mm. told. I feel like it's so... it's. It's so spelled out. There's no artistry to it. Where it's especially the John Goodman character will just say like what the idea of the scene is, like just right. says it, as opposed to it being sort of artfully represented through dialogue and emotion. It's like, well, here's what's going on. Uh, people are forgetting about New Orleans, and uh, they don't care what happened here. And uh, the city's almost been wiped off the map, and nobody seems to care. They're asking if we should build it up again. It's like, yeah, I, I, I know that. I know that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, I watched half of the pilot. I have the rest piled up on my TiVo. Like, there's yeah. tons on there. And, like, we started watching it kind of late at night. And the thing mm-hmm. is about those, like, David Simon things is, like, 
Like, eh, there's no need to hurry with the narrative. Take your time. Yeah. Like, especially with The Wire. Like, I love The Wire, but it's like the slow burn show of all slow burn shows. Yeah. And great for that reason. Yeah, exactly. You know? But, like, if you're not in the mood, like, you can find yourself drifting real fast. Yeah. And I found myself drifting through Tremaine, so we stopped it like halfway through. We're like, we need to sit down, like when we're like. Oh, you guys had a family yeah, meeting. Baby. Yeah, we did family meeting. It's a horn for the family meeting. Why is it a horn? Because they live on a little island. Oh, sure. Yeah, they live on a baby island. Yeah. It's tough because only one of us can talk at a time because you know whoever has the conch. Yes. And, yeah. You know, of course. Yeah, it's, it's tough. It's tough. Wait, so Tremaine. Um, mm-hmm. it, it is it is worth watching though for Wendell Pierce who was bunk on the wire. I love Wendell Pierce. Yeah, he is awesome, and, uh, and I like Lester Freeman a lot too. Um, his story is interesting because it's like this uh, these guys in New Orleans that I never heard of. This group of people that are like they call themselves Indians, you know, and they have these ceremonies and and uh, and uh, tribal uh, uh, you know costumes and everything with all these feathers and and I ne- I had never heard of this organization before this group of people before uh who are these uh african americans who i guess are descended from the the indians there it's not really creole it's not really cajun it's huh. a different thing that i was never aware of and i can't really explain it but Time that's to google but that's fascinating I, what it does do is it makes you just want to go to new orleans it, and kind like, of explore yeah. the place is it like the know? acadians like that kind of thing because like they're i don't is that a bug i don't know what that <laughs> is acadians, like there's a band song acadian driftwood about it but they're like gypsies mm. that kind of wandered around and ended up settling in like louisiana and those areas zadico Possible. <laughs> Are they the Zydeco people? So Zydeco. that's the oh, yeah. same people, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, they're fun. I don't get them. They're dirty, but they're fun. Well, madam, what brings you to this old western town populated by babies? Zydeco, sir. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to play some crazy music. Excuse me, can you direct me to the bleaching district? <laughs> <laughs> All right, we gotta get to the questions, Paul. Yeah. Holy, really? We've yeah. been talking so much. Um, we didn't get to talk about Breaking Bad. Do you want to talk about it really quick? Okay. Yeah, talk Let's about Breaking Bad. Why not? I love it. I love it too. It is so smart, and it never underestimates you. Exactly. It's always challenging, mm-hmm. and I never know what's going to happen. And Bob, who you know, Bob Odenkirk. Yeah, he's doing great on there. He is doing great. On I there. love his stuff too. He looks a little less crazy than he did the previous season. Yeah, they've made him a little more like yeah. toned down, less cokeheady. From what from what I understand, he wanted that crazy weird hair yeah. that he had, and then uh, I think maybe the second season they're like, could you not have? <laughs> maybe right? don't do yeah. that. Yeah, <laughs> look, we gave you a season of that. Could you this time? <laughs> Be less unpleasant to look at. And maybe we'll keep you around for a few yeah. more. <laughs> it's so good, though, right? And oh, yeah, so it's great. shot. Oh, it's my great. God. It is so beautiful. Oh. It is one, That show, do you watch that show? I have them piled up on DVD, and I'm just waiting to get the time it. Has but I've heard amazing The things. time has come. It's great. It's great. It's, so um, it's, it's really, like, I. there are shots in that show. That it's like a work of art. Yeah. Where it's just like, I forgot that sometimes it's a visual medium where you can have a beautiful picture on your television uh, you know like you can just be i mean i feel like every episode i have a moment where i'm like oh, yeah wow. absolutely absolutely oh. but they're all all the acting is great so everybody's strong. fantastic yeah it's really it's really amazing and it's the really acting amazing. is so smart too yeah. like the character oh yeah i'm so excited about that show so that Mad Men, which i love mm-hmm. and uh i what's the what's the one that's coming up there's one that's coming up soon i think maybe next month that's a new amc Hour long. Oh, I forget the name of it, but I I'm hoping that it's going to be good. That kind of quality. It's the new HBO on Boardwalk Empire. Have you seen the ads for that? I've seen the ads for it. Yeah, could be good. Could be awful. It's just I it know, looks like I, it's treading the line. There. I feel like I don't trust HBO anymore. Yeah, I don't blame you. 
What happened, HBO? Taxi Cab Confessions happened, Paul. <laughs> I think Entourage happened. Oh, yeah, you're right. I Entourage think that's what happened. Happen. Yeah. I never watched that. How about a show where uh, at the end they always win? Yeah. <laughs> so why would it? I don't understand why anybody would I guess the appeal of that show is it's just like Sex in the City for dudes. It's just like... It's like uh, kind of eye candy. It's like the kind of life that you wish you could have, you know, where like yeah. hanging out with famous people and having sex with cute women. And then there's like your, yeah. your dumb buddy who says funny things or whatever, <laughs> you know, but like there's something that's really kind of mean about it. And then at the end, the guys always win. And it's like they're not very nice people. And yet they always triumph at the end <laughs> yeah, of every they episode. Do. They really do. So, yeah. So if you're not like a jerk, I don't understand how you enjoy that show. <laughs> That's, that's what the putting, audience is. Am I putting too fine a point no, on it? The, the other, the other like, the, the major flaw out of many flaws, the mm-hmm. major flaw is is Vince, Adrian Grenier, is not a very good actor. And the whole thing yeah. is based on the fact that, like, I know well, what you mean. He's, he is wanted, like, by Scorsese yeah. and all these other directors because, you know, I'm like, he's, he's a but pretty But you you're saying the, the, the actor playing the actor or you're saying the, the character? The character's supposed to be a great actor. Yes. But whenever they show him doing his great acting, right. it's awful. Like when they show you clips, <laughs> clips from like all the serious things he's done, you're just like, it's not... From Escobar? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> With the awful fat suit makeup he's wearing yeah. or whatever. It's just, it's just, it doesn't work for that <laughs> standpoint, you know? Well, that's one of, it's one of those things that's so subjective. It's like anytime they try to depict stand-up comedy... Uh, Studio 60 is a perfect example of yeah. that. Oh, is that hilarious you, sketches on that you show. Can't, you can't make subjective things objective, and right. you can't say, like, you have to take it for granted that this is really funny. It's like, yeah. I can't, though. I, can't I just go can't. There with you. Yeah. I can take it for granted that that person is very famous. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> but you can't, you can't show me an example of somebody being a great actor and say, you have to know that this person is a great actor. It's like, right. well, then don't show it. Just, like, talk about it. Yeah. Should we stop? Should I go see what that is? You could. No one ever calls the lamp. Who is seven, this? That's okay. Yeah. What time do you have to go? More. My babies are sleeping. That's right. Where my wife go. sleeps, where my children play with their toys. That's from The Empire Strikes Back. Whoa. <laughs> All right, Paula. We're going to get to some questions. All right. Hardcore questions. Okay. Hit him where it hurts. All right. The face. <laughs> You're really going to hold my feet to the fire like David Gregory on this Press. This is tough. I'm going to James Lipton you like you've never been James Lipton before. Um, all right. Five questions about Wait, your no, career. Wait, no. First, who were your Oh, your first. first. we got to do the first. Yeah. All right, who let's were your do really first quick. comedic influences? We always do a first thing. Like Very first probably. Very first probably I would say SCTV. Yeah. It was probably the biggest and the first. My parents had stand-up albums when I was mm-hmm. growing up. They had Bob Newhart, which uh, I really didn't get into. I didn't get into Bob Newhart's stand-up until later in life. Mm-hmm. Um, Steve Martin, though, I listened to when I was a kid, you know, when, when those albums came yeah. out. Um, and I liked I liked all kinds of comedy on TV, stand-up and sketch and, and sitcom and everything. But SCTV probably, I think, was probably the biggest influence on me when I was... Like, I can remember 7th grade, 8th grade, like, loving that and devouring it, you know, oh, and awesome. really being into that. Yeah. For me, it's really easy. It's going to sound silly, but my first comedic influence was Fozzie Bear. Aww. Oh, sure. To be honest. Like, yeah. I, I called it the Fozzie Show. Like, I liked it that Aww. much. <laughs> right. So, yeah, Fozzie Bear. Man, I guess I got to count that, too. I got to count, like, the Sesame Street and the Electric yeah. Company, you know? Like, there was those shows were funny, yeah. you know? I laughed at them. I loved Miss Piggy a lot. Like, I thought, I still think Miss Piggy is so funny. And her and Kermit are perfect together. Who is, right? I mean, so good. Um, I mean, Piggy's lost a step. Let's be honest. Now, okay. is, is, 
Is Frank Oz still doing Miss Piggy? Like, anytime you see Miss Piggy, is it Frank Oz or is it somebody else? No, it's not him anymore. Because he be... said he wouldn't do it anymore yeah. except with Jim Henson. Yeah, right? It's, it's and after not, Jim it's Henson. definitely not died. him. I don't know if in, like, the movie that they're doing, if he'll end up doing it in that, but he right. hasn't been. But, like, if it's a solo Miss Piggy appearance, it's, is, it's not Frank yeah, Oz? It's not Frank. What about Yoda? And I'm not sure of this Yoda status. Is it somebody else doing Yoda now? Could is be. it Miss Piggy doing Yoda? Miss Piggy's doing Yoda. Mm-hmm. That woman can do anything. That's why Yoda's karate chopping people. Mm-hmm. That's right. <laughs> oh, I love her. Her energy. She <laughs> She's got good energy. She's Between tireless. her and Goldie that's Hawn, that's all it took for me as a kid. Her puppeteer worked hard. Goldie Hawn was yours? Wait, puppeteer? Yeah, I think Goldie Hawn and Catherine Hepburn. I liked anything with either of them in it. Oh, I didn't know we were going to do pretend smart answers. Oh, definitely oh, no. uh, Harold Lloyd. <laughs> I didn't have any color shows in my house. My like, I preferred the early things. comedies of Fatty Arbuckle. <laughs> Those were mine. Um, all right, here we go. Five questions, Paul, about your own career. Nitpicky sure. crap. Uh, Question one. Do, is there only the one first? I thought everybody else, you're really trying to speed me out of here. No, it's just, just the one. Early on, we did a bunch. We're like, we're burning through first. We need yeah. to make sure we have some left in the future. Oh, good like, point. Good point. So, all right. Um, here we go. I respect that. Question Thank one. Thank you. Thank you so much. You appeared as audience member... Oh. Jack Frost. Not look like <laughs> and the 1998 Michael Keaton comes back as a snowman family comedy, Jack Frost. That's right. Very unsettling. It did not do well at the box office. No, it did not. <laughs> Keaton wasn't originally attached to star in the project. Who did he replace? Oh, that is a good question. Whom did he replace? 1998? Mm-hmm. Yep. I'm trying to think of who was popular in, the, in that day and age because it was not Michael Keaton. What if there was. It's somebody who's insanely popular now. And uh, at the time, left to do another movie that ties in very closely to Michael Keaton. And before that, was on a show about a hospital that's still on. And his head doesn't ever stop wobbling. He's so handsome. Is it George Clooney? It is George Clooney. Really? (laughs) And it actually irked the Jim Henson Creature Workshop because they had built the animatronic uh, snowman or whatever to kind of mimic his facial expressions and mannerisms. So they're like, oh, we've got to retool it for Keaton. And he left to do Batman and Robin. Instead. Wow. Oh. Yeah. Also, Jim Henson and Creature Workshop, take it easy. It did <laughs> yeah. not make that did not make a difference. <laughs> it really didn't. <laughs> Nobody knows. Alright, so question two. Yes. You were a cast member and a writer on the hugely influential HBO sketch show Mr. Show with Bob that is and David. True. That is true. In the classic shoe court shoe store lie detector sketch. Dial <laughs> of the Death. Bob's character has done some pretty outrageous <laughs> things, including oh, stealing from it. his former employer, NASA. Yeah. What did he steal? Oh. <laughs> oh good. Leaf Darby. blower? <laughs> no, we just adding sound what effects. What put that in my mind? Oh. We'll do the foley after the show. I don't know if there's even any leaves in this neighborhood. Oh, the guy's right out there. He's right there. I forgot this is today. Is, uh... It's gardening day. It's loud noise. Day. Um, today is sound effects record day. There's a guy out there with a sound effects record and a Victrola. Uh, it's weird because he's got a Victrola, but he uses modern sound effects. It's what actually, we brought steal? a Foley artist around, and this is completely inappropriate. He's just showing up. I mean, did he steal a space shuttle from NASA? Sort of. He stole some pens and some plans. Some space, space plans. plans. Space plans. <laughs> Uh, you know what? That might have been my line, too. Really? I think I might have come up with a line. That space is a good plans. line. Space plans oh, thank is great. You. You're thank welcome. You. I enjoy that it, might, it might not be mine, but I think it might be mine. Take it sounds it, like take me. It. it sounds like you. It That's kind of why I did that. that, that. Say, yeah. And if they are not going to call you out on it, <laughs> own it. 
You know, every single cast member of Mr. Show listens to the show. Uh, yeah, they listen to this. Podcast. Okay, yep. um, and they're all in Jack we Frost all, too. Evidently, but they are all in Jack Frost. We all are. we all talk every day. They're making sound effects outside, <laughs> right now. All right, question three. Mm. You played Prescott in Paul Thomas Anderson's milkshake drinking and boy abandoning oil epic. Thank there you. will be blood. That's right. It's a terrible title. <laughs> Anderson dedicated the film to what late great director? Uh, Robert Altman. There you go. Great job. Yeah. It would have been weird if it had had more of an almond feel to it. Everybody talking over each other all <laughs> exactly. the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> overlapping dialogue. And uh, clearly everyone was high. <laughs> <laughs> Question four. You played Gunther Pinker, a murderous sideshow geek <laughs> on an episode of Pushing Daisies. Yes, I did. Gunther killed a father figure magician, played by Fred Willard, yes. who went by what moniker? Oh, shit. Oh. Good one, Cole. You've really got him sweating. Goddammit. Okay. So it's better than oh. good. It's better than good. What is it? The Great. Yes. Monster. <laughs> the Great Monster. No, no, I'm giving you a clue. I know, that's a terrible clue. That's a great clue. Monster. I didn't say monster, I said oh, monster. monster. <laughs> the Great Cheese Man. <laughs> ah, Gouda. <laughs> All right, it was uh, The Great Herman. The Great Herman. Herman Munster. Munster. <laughs> Your clues are the worst, I tell you. Melville might have been a little bit better. Because yeah. Melville only, only means the one thing. <laughs> the kind of cheats? Robert, Robert Melville? Uh... Melville, the tennis racket company? Yeah. You must be good at taboo. Is taboo the clue one? Yeah. I'm very good at taboo. Yeah. Is this like going to be oh making God. people want to die, these noises? Oh, I, I'm sorry. I have a bunch of leaves in my home that they're <laughs> taking care of right now. Hush, baby, hush. Should I close those windows? How many questions do we have left? You got uh, one more for me and uh, we also can we also let me you guys ask each other questions. <laughs> this is really happening, you guys. It's yeah. Alright, question five, Paul. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You Fresh. played FBI special agent Anthony D'Angelo in Steven Soderbergh's terrific whistleblower comedy, The Informant. The Informant! Good at punctuation. Thank you. In addition to a cast loaded with comedians and comic actors like Patton Oswalt, mm-hmm. Tony Hale, yes, Joel McHale, sure. Scott Adsit, uh-huh. Rick Overton, That's and the right. Smothers Brothers. Both. Mm. The film featured what voiceover legend as Mark Whittaker's father? <laughs> voiceover legend. Let you know this. Say. You know this. I know a lot of voiceover legends. Okay. It wasn't uh, the voice of ABC Ernie Anderson. He and passed beans. on. And beans. Pork and beans? Try it again. Not Franks and Beans. Is yes. someone's name Franks? No, mine is... <laughs> Frank Welker? Frank Welker it is. <laughs> sure. I think yeah. he was the voice Nailed of Dino Mutt. I think he and, and Abu in uh, <gasps> uh, The Aladdin. Really? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> okay. Well, you better button your face off because it's time. <laughs> I don't think that's the term. Button I don't think that's an expression. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think that's real. Hey. This is my show now. Fair I enough. run the questions. All right. They're printed on paper because they were thought of ahead of time. Contrary to some of the comments I've been written in. I don't know what's um, on that paper. Right. Could be anything. Yeah. Okay. They're questions, and it's not my dream journal. It could be just that Latin that you get that's a placeholder for <laughs> text. <laughs> it, it's Blink some, some salam. Number one, skinniest celebrity you've ever met. Oh. It's not a judgment thing. No, I, I know, I know, know, I know. I, I was actually, I was thinking about this yesterday. I was like, I have to have an answer for this. Yep. I'm fucking blanking on it. Um, oh, you know what? Who? I will say uh, Terry Hatcher. Oh, I, I heard. first saw her on Runyon Canyon 
we were passing each other. Uh-huh. We had never met before. And, like, I didn't recognize her first. And then it was, like, it was one of those things where after I walked past her, I realized, oh, that was Terry Hatcher. Yeah. And she was amazingly thin. Very, Man, very thin. Show me. I'm going to say her arm was probably like this. Her She's arm very... is the size of four string beans tied together with some twine. So the twine counts, too. We measure everything in beans. Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> a small um, sachet. She's of very, beans. very thin. I went on to work with her. She did my show at Largo one time. Is I do a amazing? variety show. She was terrific. Yeah. She was terrific. She did was. She put on a lot of weight. Oh, she was huge. Yeah. She was. That big fat time. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> she was. Uh, she was very sweet and she was very funny. Okay, I'll take it. Number two. Hmm. Um, on weeds, mm-hmm. you were on an episode. I was on two in, episodes. Yeah, Thank you very but much. But there's one in which you were oh, on with Mary Kate. I didn't Kate. let you finish. You're right. I love weeds. I was on the same episode that she was on. We were not on the show together. Yeah, but did you run into her on the set? <laughs> no, I did not. Sorry. That was it. I'm very sorry. Basically, we bring guests on so Vanessa can ask them about the Olsen twins, and then yeah. she'll sure. be incredibly disappointed when they don't have the answer. Never. Not one person sorry. Yet has no. been like... You were so close to her, though. I mean, within shooting days, you guys must have been so close. Probably. Like did Vanessa, you meet Mary if... Louise Parker? No, I did not. Just Shane Botwin. I just met Shane Botwin. I met um, Charlie, who plays his older brother. Oh, dream boat. Uh, and Justin Kirk is a friend of mine. Oh, yeah. He's great. And Kevin Nealon, I know, from comedy. Yeah. And that's all the weeds people that I know. Okay. I don't know the rest of them. That's too bad. Seems like a great cast. It does seem like a great cast. And I wanted to talk about Romany Malco for a while. Damn it, Paul. Not this time. Never met Romany Malco. No. Is that true? Or did I meet him once? You tell us. On this week ever. I don't remember. Okay, number three. You have something in common with the girls on Toddlers and Tierras. (laughs) What is it? I know the real answer, but you guess and let me see if I find out another answer. There's something in common with the the Toddlers on Toddlers and Tierras? Yes. What do you think it is? What do, what do you mean, what do I think? <laughs> oh, like, I do think it's something, but yeah. I'm not telling you. Yeah. Like, well, it can't be this He's thing running through them like, oh, no, how does she know? Um, I can't go to the bathroom by myself? Almost. <laughs> I don't know. Flipper. You wear a flipper. Oh, yes, I do. They wear flippers. I do. From time to time, if, if I'm asked to do it, right. I have a piece, because uh, I have a gap in my front teeth. I have yeah. a piece that I can put in there. So it looks like I do not have a gap in my front teeth. All the little baby girls on Toddlers and Tierra do, too. Yeah, that's fucked up. You mean, great. They look so much better without jacked teeth. No, they look gorgeous. (laughs) I like my babies natural, tan, perfect smile, big blonde hair, You know those things. Those things are very expensive. Yeah, they're like 400 bucks, They're very expensive. Or was that a lowball? That might be a lowball. Mine was purchased for me by the network that I was working for at the time. Just keep it Um, by the bed. Yeah, just keep... (laughs) Yeah, put it in at night. (laughs) So I can dream that I have perfect teeth. Um, so I, the the idea of paying for something like that for a child that will only be able to use it, like probably for a couple days, really. Yeah, in between You know, with the way, yeah, it's crazy. It's that crazy. show is sick. I love it. I, I um, almost want to say those people are nuts. What if they... Erase this. Can you erase this? Yeah, yeah. Strike it. Strike it. Um, You're going to get twittered by some toddlers and tiaras uh, tomorrow. Okay. If you uh, have- some toddlers. Makers of tiaras. <laughs> That would be another show that TLC would have. Yeah, the really tiniest tiara makers. Um, the Swiss Sounds midgets. Sounds good. Green light, green light producer. <laughs> Absolutely. Buy a 12. Fuck it. In a West um, Okay, if you have to choose between only being able to sing everything you say in a warbling baritone or 
talking normally, but you simultaneously have to write everything you say in cursive on a blackboard you carry around. But you sound normal. What do you choose? Who would not choose the singing? Of course I would choose the singing. I think making a point with a blackboard is pretty cool. I think carpal tunnel syndrome is uncool, Fonzie. <laughs> Ooh, I just hit the... The, you know, if, you were, yeah, if you were to see people would think it was endearing and funny, if you go to a restaurant and you're about to order and you're like writing everything down I'll on the board, the yeah. your food's yeah, going to yeah. get spit in, let's yeah, be yeah. honest. Oh, like I, have to, I have to carry that blackboard around with yeah. me? Like right. a little, like I'm a, a mute? Like but I'm yeah. not? Like you're not a mute. No one will understand. And the last one. That was the hardest of the only Hunter reference. <laughs> Thank you. That was good. No. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Jacob Singer. <laughs> okay. A wizard appears and gives you two options. Hello, wizard. Hello. You can either <laughs> revert to your body at age 16 and stay there for two years, or you go forward <laughs> into your body at age 60 and stay there for two years. 60 or 16. What do you choose? This is another demented question. Of course, Mind 16. Bender. Well, it's okay. just weird that the wizard has to write everything on a chalkboard as he says it. Don't judge me. <laughs> no, I would do 16. Yeah. And then do I snap back yep. to my body? But, but now... It's aged two years while you were gone. Okay. But does what I've done to it in the in those two years have any effect on what will happen to it in the future when I revert to my... Nope. Okay. So I can't but, correct things. No. Mm. You can't when you're 16, you're best friends with Tom Lennon for two years. Oh yeah, like but is, is he sixteen? He's seventeen. Oh no, mm. Tom Lennon's a regular aged. He's how old he is now? Yeah, yeah. I, I think you made a good choice. That's at more. 16. I think Tom has to answer that question if he's going to be <laughs> friends with a sixteen-year-old boy. <laughs> now I have my same. I have papers. my same consciousness and everything, right? Yeah, you yeah. just live in this body. Yeah, that'd be great. I guess it was. I thought it would be nice to be a a seasoned old person and do whatever the fuck you want. Not that 60 is old, but 16, there's going to be some limitations that you have when you're 16. On your body? No. No, not on your body. Not on your your lifestyle. 16 year old boys can fly. Yes! Oh my God! I would be jumping off of so many things. Okay. Like, yes! The wizard did not do his best on this last question. (laughs) And he's gone. What a dumb wizard. Goodbye. Uh, well, thank you so much, so Paul, much for coming on the you podcast. Guys, it was, it was so fun. It's it our first podcast with a good leaf blowing segment in it. Yeah. <laughs> so I feel a I feel milestone. good about that. But not the last. Not no, the last. Hopefully. No. I wish I had. If I I apologize, I wish I know the schedule of uh, when they do this. I think this. it was perfect. I loved it. I do know that it's trash day tomorrow. Oh, we'll so, be back. So uh, 7 a.m. would not have been a good time okay. to record this. I'm just saying this now, but in the next week or two, you're going to hear Leaf Flowers on Never Not Funny in Sunny Young America. Yeah. You heard no. it here oh, first. I think we got to go. My Bye. wife is here. Hi, honey. We're Welcome just wrapping up the podcast. <laughs> oh, my God. Some debt coll- collection agency called looking for you, <laughs> but they had the wrong birth date, so I said, fuck yourself. Subscribe to the Pop My Culture podcast on iTunes. Check us out online at popmyculturepodcast.com and follow us on Twitter at PMC Podcast. Thanks for listening.